Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. I really appreciate it. We're going to be talking to Bretman Rock, internet superstar, reality, TV star, and just a fascinating, good human being. We got a lot to discuss with him. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast, share it with those you care about, and let me know who and what you're listening to. Who should we talk to next? At Zach Sang Show or Zach Sang on any form of social media. Okay. Bretman Rock in the Zoom room. Let's go. Hello, beautiful human. Uh, my name is Zach. We got Dan here, and we welcome. Thank you for having me, Bretman Rock. <laughs> I hate Zoom with every fiber of my being. It 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 kills me on the inside. That we can't and it never it never gets easier either. Like I feel like every time I'm still trying to figure out every day. It doesn't matter how many meetings I go to. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, your everyday life is rather interesting to me and to everybody viewing. Does it? Are you still at this stage surprised that your mundane is somebody's like escape? Yeah, I, it's so weird because every like tweet that I um, see is always people like, "Oh, I wish I was living Bretman's life," or like, "I wish I was living like Bretman." And I never really understood it until like I watch my own stories, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I do kind of like live." this island fantasy life. Like, I wouldn't say island life because not everybody in the island lives like me. It just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It it looks like you live on a resort. Like, does it feel like a vacation every day? Yeah, I mean, like, this is my view. Let me show you. This is what I'm looking at outside. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's a screensaver. (laughs) Yeah, that is what I'm looking at outside. I wish I was there right now. I mean, I could have my laptop outside there with me, but. (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to know what I'm looking at, dude. It is it is treacherous. It is degrading. What are you looking at? Uh, Actually, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing. I mean, you know, it's... I love... I love that you have like a little studio in your house, though. I love that that red draping in the back. Oh, thank you, thank you. AKA my living room. <laughs> It looks very theatrical. I, I don't know if that's what you were going for, but it looks very theatrical. You know, growing up, I was a theater kid. And is it fair to say that growing up, you were kind of the opposite, like in the high school sense? You were... I was a cool girl. You know, I was a popular girl. I'm kidding. You were a jock. You you were... You played a lot of sports. Yes, unfortunately. Actually, that it comes from my name. My, my dad named me after two wrestlers. Brett the Rock. And The Rock. And my whole life, like, he was like, I accept you for being gay, but you need to do sports. And so I've always done sports. I don't know why. And it's like, it's just embedded in my brain. Like, if I don't work out, like, I get cramps or, like, I, I feel like, you know, it's what it is, I guess. Do you learn anything from the team aspect of sports that you've taken with you through this career and this journey that you've I, I learned that I'm not a team player. That's what I learned. You know, I like, I like individual sports. That's why I stuck with like track and field. Cause I cannot, I literally cannot play for a team. It's like the pressure and it's like, I just hate other people. And so I love sports where like winning depends on me. If I'm good, then I'm good, you know? And with track, if you're slow, you're slow. If you're fast, you're fast, period. Amen. And, and you lift, right? You, you were, you were powerlifting or what would you call that? I, um, 
because I don't know how PG the show is, but I was I became a stoner after I graduated high school, and so it's not started, heavy, by the way. I started eating so much, and I was like, "Girl, you need to like do something." So I joined CrossFit, and then that's where I learned all like the lifting stuff. I mean, I, I give you a lot of credit. Like uh, that, it looks hard to to lift. Do you still lift? I do. I actually, yeah, I do. I train myself now because I don't like driving to like my trainer or like the gym. It, the gym, it, it became too weird for me. What happened at the gym? I don't know. It was just like a meet and greet every day. And like sometimes like people, it's not even like I love meeting people, but it's like sometimes I get my pictures taken and sometimes like I get ugly when I work out. And like, that's the last thing I want to see when I open my phone again after the gym and it's like pictures of me working out, you know, and people don't even like try to hide that they're taking pictures of me. They're literally like, you know, like, you know, like I see it. Like, how do you not expect me to see that? Well, there's a difference between the, the, the workout posts that you throw up to your Instagram and some random human just trying to be sly and sneaky yeah yeah um is it weird being famous on do you say on hawaii right or in hawaii because it's an island like what's the yeah i mean it's composed of like seven different islands so i would say on oahu but on i mean it's really not that (laughs) serious but um, it's weird, but at the same time, like, I've been doing this since, like, high school, and the island has literally a population of, like, four people, and two of them is my cat. But literally everyone that, like, wants to meet me or, um, like, wants to meet me has already met me at this point, because I've been Bremen Rock for so long, and so I can only meet so many people on the island, and I think I've met, like, 85% of them already, and so... So who's coming up to you? Is it tourists that flock there to see you? Because I know you have a problem with, like, are you a tourist attraction? In- I, I, know. <laughs> I mean, who comes to see me now? Um, nobody, because I live in a gated community now. And, but back then, oh, my God, had access to me, and it was not cute. <laughs> but, well, it, it's scary, right? Because, well, what's scary about people taking photos or – is it because you don't have control over that content before it hits the internet? Is it because it's not you doing it? I think it's just like common sense, you know, like I'm not going to just be outside like taking pictures of people who, that I don't know. If that makes any, it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, I get my pictures taken all the time and I really don't mind when people like come up to me and they're like, can I have a picture, you know? But it's when they don't ask and, they, and I see it and I'm just like, what are you going to do with that? picture you know it's like what they're gonna do with it is my question yeah yeah and by the way like are you gonna text your group chat like look at this ugly ass i just saw you know like i don't know no it's gonna be like oh my god i just ran into Bretman rock and he sweats just like us yeah (laughs) or look how ugly he is lifting he's just like us (laughs) why have you decided to stay in hawaii and not move to la i feel like a lot of influencers want to get big and move to hollywood that's the thing like when I was in high school that's all I wanted was like I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna move to the mainland and then um I would go to the mainland and I think it's it's I'm I'm just like really big on energy and I I want to say it's like the energy in LA that it's draining it's like like what I do is not like physically draining but it is mentally draining and when I am in LA it's 
two times, like mentally drained. Like I literally land and I'm already like tired. And I don't know why LA has that effect on me, but I think it's just like the fast life and living in the island, like everything moves really slow and everyone's like really chill. And then in LA, everyone's like next, 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 next. And everything is like scheduled in LA. And it's cool. I like to see LA as like my office or like my work place, but I don't see myself like living there. I'm not happy there. Yeah. When you think about what you do as work, how do you describe it? Like, what is an intense work day to you? Because I could argue that, like, your house and your life is your office. Wherever you are, yes, your office, right? Because you are, you you are yourself and your yeah. <laughs> I can work from anywhere, technically. Um, what do I do? That is a question. Oh my god. <laughs> I think about what I do. I don't think about what I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think about it. Like, I really don't. What the fuck do I even do? Well, I mean, I know <laughs> what you do, and it is a lot of work because it's so between unfiltered right now for MTV, but in addition to that, you create content on a bunch of different platforms, and you do you see yourself as a beauty guru, even though people like Patrick Starr helped inspire you early on but or, or have you evolved out of that at this point because you've been doing it for so long yeah i think i'm just like more i'll always relate to like the beauty industry because that's how i started I've, I've always been known as like a makeup beauty boy but um the more i grew in, into like the beauty world the more gross and like less i felt like i belonged in there just because of like the morals and the values that the beauty community has now it's just not aligned with me and i think i'm just so much more than that like i i'm so much more than makeup and mascara like i lift weights i'm actually like funny um no offense (laughs) like you know like i actually have other hobbies and talents other than makeup and beauty and you know you're a dynamic genuine person who i'll say it again i think like as as glossy as you may look you you happen to be just like us right and i and and that's like a compliment to a certain degree you know like yes i right i'm a regular as i'm just extra that's how i would say it. i'm regular but i'm just extra you talk about the morals that exist within the beauty community and everything that goes on there is it a hard decision or an easy decision for you creatively to move on from that because I know like for creative people, at least myself, you know, you, 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 you sometimes see comfort in something that you know you're good at and something that you know works and draws results. So is it scary for you to evolve mm-hmm. out of that and leave it behind? I wouldn't say it's like scary or even like hard. I think it just came to me like naturally. Like I just am so um, interested in so many other things. And so I, I didn't even think about it. Like I just kind of like subconsciously stopped like mm. focusing my content on just makeup. I just was like, I'm, I can do so much more than makeup. And I think that's why um, I blew up like right after I kind of stopped making makeup videos because like, I think I'm more interesting than makeup, to be honest. I Hell think, yeah. For lack of a better word, I think I'm so much more interesting than makeup. So, yeah, it just came to me. It wasn't scary or, like, hard. I, just, I think I just naturally got over it. That's because, it, yeah, you're evolving, you're growing. It's who you are and who yeah. you need to be. And every artistic person has to evolve, period. Everyone has to evolve. And there's some that just say stagnant. And it's like, that's why your numbers also say stagnant. But whatever. <laughs> 
That was such a well-placed sip. I'm back. Time now. Ooh, I gotta hit pause real quick to tell you about my favorite deodorant. I'm talking about Native. Native is amazing for so many reasons. One, they have finally figured out how to deliver deodorant plastic-free. Plastic-free, no joke. So if you want to be more environmental this year, Native is for you. Also, Native is made with things that you understand. Shea butter, tapioca starch, coconut oil. It's good for you. It's good for the world. It's vegan, never tested on animals. And guess what? They have tens of thousands of five-star reviews. And the scents are guaranteed to make your nose happy. My favorite is eucalyptus and mint. Also a big coconut and vanilla guy. Also love lavender and rose. Seriously, Native is just the best deodorant out there. I don't leave my house without throwing it on. If you want to save some money, like 20%, just go to nativedo.com slash Zach. That is nativedo.com slash Zach. Go there. You get 20% off your first order plus risk-free buying. You'll get 30 days to return it or make exchanges. nativedo.com slash Zach. Or you can use my name as the promo code Zach. Okay, back to Bretman Rock. Do you follow, like, since you've kind of, I mean, obviously you're still in the beauty world, but you've kind of separated yourself. Do you follow all the, like, the drama? Because I can't believe there's so much drama in the beauty world. Do you even follow it? What drama? I, no, I'm kidding. I, I, mm, I wouldn't say I follow it. I, I say, I would say I know of it. Like, I, I don't really care. I know of it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and watch a, a one-hour video of somebody apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. You really think I'm gonna sit here for 45 minutes watching you apologize? No, like. And by the way, it's like all redundant apologies that have. It's like recycled that they've said before. Hour-long apology video. And it's like part one, part two. Like what? What do you think about creators who build careers off of drama? Because you know you've been able to not. Not have that. I mean, you know, you did catch me for a loop this morning when uh, you in your your video with your Super Bowl cutout. Oh my god, the TikTok! <laughs> you managed to say drama free. Um, what do I feel about people? Mm, I think every um, content creator has like their own formula. I mean, we all grew our audience in our own unique ways. And some of us grew it organically by just being ourselves. And some of us grew it by being involved in like dramas. And I wouldn't say that's fine, but you know, that's not how I want to build my audience and my brand. But if that's how somebody else wants to build their audience and brand, so then, you know, do you girl, but you know, relying on drama to it dies out because then they feel the need to keep fueling it do you know what i mean so then it's like becomes yeah. this fire or this torch or the candle that like oh don't let it go out don't let it go out where can we find to start and it's like uh, you're just covering up for lacking a personality or lacking talent um that's like not good that's, it's true though you said what you said and there's i feel like a good discussion too is like a lot of these influencers are getting canceled right now because they're like meeting up with each other and like linking up and like literally doing collabs and I think it speaks a lot about like 
the people that are meeting up because if you're not interesting by yourself and if you think you need co-stars then sweetie you're not the star you need co-stars you're not a star well said and 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 by the way like truth like and, and is that is a form of clout chasing but also it is a form of like Lack, like not wanting to take on the full load or, or accountability. Like you want to share the spotlight with someone. So if it doesn't reach a certain uh, data milestone, it's like, oh, it's because I did it with this person. Yeah. But the truth is they're not the star because they can't hold it. When did you realize you were a star? Uh, probably in third grade when I got the role of Aladdin in my school intro. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though. No, I'm serious. And I think that was like my first ever like fame awakening because the feeling of like, I mean, my school, like I said, like I live in an island population of four people and like I had three classmates. And so my teachers really didn't have like much choices to have an Aladdin, but still I was Aladdin and that's more of the story. And when I, after the play and everyone like stood up and was like clapping, I was like, oh my God, this is my, this is me. This is real. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Not to quote, um, Emmy. High School Musical, but. <laughs> uh, I believe it is Camp Rock. Oh, Camp Rock. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. It is Camp Rock. I'm sorry that I had to call you out, but like, you know, I, I think people would have destroyed us in the comments. Um, no, it's because I skipped through my Disney phase. I went straight to reality TV. I stopped watching like cartoons. Well, that's interesting in terms of how you, what shaped you. So, after you are in this role of Aladdin, yeah. How long after? Like, how old are you when you first realize that you can create content on the internet, or like the internet is a source of applause for you? Oh my God, girl. I was, I feel like I've always been a content creator. Like ever since I was young, I would steal my mom's phone. And this was when I moved to America. I was like eight years old and I would steal my mom's like flip phone. And I was so amazed that I had a camera because in Philippines that was like unheard of. And I was like, oh my God, this is a camera. And so I literally would take like products and I would film like fake commercials on her phone. Like at age eight, like I would be like, ole. With baby powder. Like, you know what I mean? Easy breezy, beautiful, cover girl. With like water bottle. I would, I, I always felt like I was born to be in front, like something about like the lenses, like turns, not literally turns me on. That sounds so wrong, but like turns like Bretman Rock on, like the persona of Bretman Rock. I guess. Like, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> not actually like turn me on. How different is the Bretman Rock that we're hanging out with today compared to the Bretman Rock that is like, I don't know, when this when we go away and the light goes off and I guess you wipe the makeup off your face, like, is there much of a difference? I would say I Brett, I, Brett and Bretman Rock are like two totally different people, and I think Brett is the outside of me, and like Bretman Rock is like my brain, like what I have actually going on inside, and I think. So to answer your question, I think Brett is a little bit more like calm. Like people always tell me like, oh, you're so much more calm in person. And I'm like, you think I was going to be walking around like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be talking like that. But you are the same person. You are one, obviously. But like, yeah. you don't see it as a character. You see it as a part of you. Yes. I see it as like an extension of me, like feminist me, but also like is not me. So when you decided to do the reality show with MTV, is that Bretman Rock or is that Brett? Or are you going to be showing both sides of you? I think you, I think, I think, I, 
I think the more people watch me, the more they'll see the difference between both. I think to answer your question, I think I am both on the show. I think, um, ew, I'm talking like I'm two different people, but there are, you'll see Brett in there definitely. And you'll see like Bretman Rock when I am Bretman Rock. Like, I, I don't know. Even when I watch it, I know when I'm being Brett and I know when I'm being Bretman Rock. My question, when I was thinking back then, was I was thinking about your 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 mom and the family that you have around you because they're such an important part, obviously, of your life, but also in terms of what you do and how you create and the image you put out there. I mean, you and your niece bring me so much joy. And watching you dressed up as Olaf and her uh, Elsa, really, I mean, was able to turn a, a crappy couple hours in into a much better rest of the day. You're so sweet. Thank you. So what does your mom think? And who does your mom really know? Does she know Bretman? Does she just know Brett? See, that's the interesting part is that my mom actually doesn't really fully understand, like, what I do. Like, the first couple of years, she was convinced that I had a lot of friends. And that's why people were asking for pictures because they were my, she thought they were my friends. And so one day she was like, you have a lot of friends. And I was like, yeah. And then so we just kind of like started walking. And then I was trying to explain her what I do. And then she just kind of, she was so confused that she started telling people that I was like, not selling drugs online, but she said that I was like selling my, she started telling people that I was selling myself online. And that comes across like almost like, uh, you know, I'm like, girl, I don't have OnlyFans. I'm like, what? No, that's what she understood, though, from what I explained. And so I don't know if if that's what she still thinks, because when we filmed for the show, she still she didn't want to film it. And I told her, like, oh, um, Philippines is going to see you. And like, all like all of a sudden she's like, oh, okay, Philippines is going to see me. But I'm like, the whole world is going to see you. But I guess the Philippines is like her sweet spot. Like it's her um, weak word, I guess. Well, there's pride there. And. You know, there has to be pride, whether your mom, like, really understands what you do, but maybe it's your sister. It was definitely probably your dad. I mean, you are a pride of the Philippines. You, I mean, you guys came here, like you said, when you were around eight years old, right? Yes. And you've gone on to not only make an incredible life for yourself, but I'm assuming, did your mom live with you on that massive compound that you were in? or? No. So when I moved to America, we actually lived in a five-bedroom home with 25 people living in there. Um, so it was like, it was just all family. And like a lot of Asian um, families, especially like older generation, a lot of the, the siblings lived together. And so it was my mom, her sisters and her two brothers and their families living in one house. And so I was always like with my cousins and every day it was like a wrestle to like get in the bathroom to like get ready for school. So if you were the last one to wake up, you were going to be late for school. So it was, that's kind of like the environment that I grew up in. And um, you didn't even ask that, but to answer your question, no, my mom didn't live with me in the compound, but um, I, I bought her a house because I was like, girl, I, I cannot live with my mom. I literally, I love her too much that I know that if I live with her, I'm going to end up hating her. And so I would love to continue loving her. So exactly. so you just bought her a house? Yeah. But I'm like, oh. you know, stay over there. Yeah, but like, what, like what does, has that even fully settled in for you as Brett? Like that you at one point were living in a house with all these people fighting for a bathroom and you not only came here to make, like your your parents brought you here to make a better life, but 
You bought your mom a f- house. Oh, uh, I, I don't think it even like hit me yet. To be honest, like I never really like think. I don't like to think about it because it gives me like, and I don't like to like. I don't like emotions too much, and so I don't like to think about like sentimental things. I like to think about like where I come from, and obviously I never want to forget it. But I don't like to like dwell and like really think about it because it it gives me like a lot of anxiety. Because then I, a part of me feels like as fast as like I did everything, I could also with cancer culture and like obviously how the world is now, like I could also lose it as fast as I earned everything, you know. Is that a real thing that exists in your brain? The thought of it going away is not as fast as it came because this was not an overnight thing, dude. You've been, you know, making content for a while, but that it can go away, that your entire being essentially publicly could go away. Yeah, it, it's a it's a real thing that I like think about, and it's not even necessarily like oh my gosh, if I go away, I'm not I'm not gonna have any money, or like you know, it's not even like about money or like fame. It's it's because I just like work so hard for, for this and it's literally all I know. I live, breathe, and it's all I think about is like content. Like that's all I think about and that's all I'm good at really. And so it's, it's just scared to like think about like losing everything. It's like death. Is a part of being so secluded and keeping your crew to just your family, uh, like not strategic, but like it's the safest place to be, right? Yes, because I feel like with that, like, no one could really, like, hurt me unless I, like, hurt me as in, like, my career, like, unless I, I up on my own, you know? Are you worried that all this stuff, like, your whole life is whatever you want to, whatever you want to put on the internet, that's on the internet forever and you put a lot on the internet? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And there's obviously so many things, like, when I first started, like, the world wasn't, not the world, but, like, the social media wasn't as sensitive and so I don't want to say you could get away with like more jokes but back then like you could and like without people like being offended by every little thing and I think it's really important that um, people get called out when um when you are offended by something that they said but like now it's like oh my gosh everything I post it's like I'm walking on thin ice it's like I don't know if I'll get cancelled for like saying good morning you know <laughs> but isn't it crazy to think that like not only have you been doing this for a long time but there's still a long road ahead right so there is a little bit of strategy that needs to be thought about because you said this is you in your words it's the only thing you're good at but i'm sure there's a bunch of other things that you're good at and could yeah. easily do but you don't want to not do this you want to keep this going um yeah it's it's i like i said i'm so i think i'm good at it and i think i, I am like I really just think that in my head, in my own little, like, imaginary world, I do think that I am in line with, like, probably being the most, like, entertaining entertainers of my time. Like, I I want to be, like, the best entertainer of my time, and I that's all I think about. So how do you achieve that? What is your plan? What is, what's your list of goals for the next five, ten years? What are we looking at? I think when I say entertainer, it's like, it's multi-surface um, people. Like, I, I'm not just talking like, oh, I'm, I want to be like the most popular content creator. Like, I also want to be like in movies and I also want to work on like hosting and acting and um, maybe do like a stand-up comedy because I feel like I could do that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I can, but I feel like people always tell me that I could do stand-up comedy and I, I just think my life is so 
funny. And the funniest things always happen to me. And every time I tell people like these stories, it's like, people always tell me like, I don't think the joke, I don't think your story is funny, but it's how you say your stories is what what makes it funny. Which is the best thing that you can say anything and get people to laugh. It's like your delivery. It's what they said. So I'm like, oh, yeah, period. I didn't even think I was doing that, but yeah. So, okay, what are we going to do? Do we want to put together a special? Do we want to, uh, are you writing jokes, putting together material? Right now, I honestly, the best comedians don't have to write jokes, sweetie. Let me just tell you that. I don't write anything Jerry Seinfeld still writes a joke a day. I, I don't think I've ever, like, wrote down a joke. That is so cringy to me to even think about. Like, I don't even write down, like, video ideas. That, like, I literally don't. What's your process then? How do you do it? Do you just have an idea and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this right I'm now? Content God, Zach. I wake up and content comes to me. I don't come to the content. <laughs> thinks of me. I don't think of the content. What an amazing way to create. I'm so jealous. You know, I see, that's the thing, like, People always ask me, like, what is the key to going viral? There is no key to going viral. You're already wrong for asking me how to go viral because a lot of the viral that goes viral, no one thought about doing that. Like, you know? You're right. You're right. And and it is the things that aren't strategic and aren't really planned. But, you know, on the flip side, we talked to this guy, Lubalin, who does internet drama. I don't know if you know him because uh, you are the king of the internet. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like I, I, yeah. When you, I, the name sounds familiar. You don't need to pretend royalty. I understand. Um, he, I do, okay. Sorry. Go but ahead. he was saying he studied the TikTok algorithm and there are certain pieces of content that works and how to deliver it properly. So you don't care about, you, you don't care about how it works. It just, if it comes to you and it's good, it will yeah. find its home and find its way. That's, I think that was like my main um, lesson that I learned with like social media is that like numbers really never define like how successful you are or like the video or like the impact of the video. And mm. I think that's what everyone is so worried about is that like the numbers like speak volumes to them and like numbers doesn't really mean anything. To me, at least, especially like because I, I would like to think that I was a part of like the first wave of like influencers where, you know, none of us even thought we could make money from YouTube and like none of us before the word influencer was even a thing. Like we before everyone was like still figuring out algorithms and like before anyone was even getting paid, yeah. you know. And so I literally forgot what the question was, but <laughs> what was it? Do numbers lose their importance as you mature and because you're seasoned and because you've been doing this for so long and you, you realize different value in the content you create? Yeah. I don't, mm, I wouldn't, I think it was just, I wouldn't say I, it's a lesson that I learned as I got older. I think it, I think I just got over it. Like I got over waking up at 6am to post because it's a sweet spot to post. Like, you know, like I'm not going to wake up at 6am to post just for a couple of thousands more like than what I would get if I wake up the normal human I'm being hour time to post at like nine or 10. Like, I just got tired of that. Like, I got tired of, like, overthinking my content. And it became 
not me. Like, I hate, like, even just the thumbnail. Like, oh my gosh, is people going to click on this? Like, I don't have time to think of that. You feel like you got more successful once you started not stressing over that type of Yes, because that's exactly how I blew up in the first place. Is because I didn't think about it. You were just yourself. Yeah. You just let the content come to you. Period. You yeah, a- I also think, Bretman, with a personality like you, you don't really need to put as much thought into it. Like, no matter what you do, like you were saying, the stand-up comedy, you're just funny. You're just entertaining. So no matter what you do, it's going to get views. They, I, that's what, you know, my manager always tells me that. She's always like, you can literally do anything and people would just, like, watch you. You could call a rock and people would watch that for an hour. And I'm like, I guess. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true. Like, there's a lot of people that put a ton of effort into their videos, and that's great, and it works out for them. Sometimes it doesn't. But for for some people, they just don't need to put effort into it. They can just wake up, turn their camera on, and say, "Good morning." That's yeah. my pers- that didn't. I'm sorry, that didn't sound good. But, <laughs> but that's what you just have. There's just something about you that people love, and they keep coming back for more. Thank you. Yeah, that's how I like to think about. It. I don't like to think about like my content too much because I don't think it should ever be that serious. I don't think so. Because we're all adults making videos. Like, let's come back to Earth. It's not that serious. I'm going to say, so why you, you're, you've been doing this for a long time. Why did you want to team up with MTV instead of just vlogging on your own channel? Mm, like I said, like, I feel like I just, um, I feel like I keep going back to like my younger self, but like when I was younger, I had always lived my life like I was in the big, like I would always feel like there's cameras following me. I don't know why, but like literally I would be at the store and I'm like, or like, you know, when you go to the store and like you walk in and there's like a camera right in front of the store and you see yourself and like I would just like start posing in the front of the store and like the whole time I'm walking around the store I, I would like make up like these fake scenarios in my head and like be- pretend like I'm being filmed like I've always pretended like I was in a reality tv show so at a really young age I've convinced myself that I was a reality star and so why am I not vlogging it because MTV has the money for the types of clips that I want the and by the way, you were raised by reality TV, which I think is... Yes, I was. That too. And I, I that's all I just grew up around. Like, I was watching Tila Tequila at eight grade... I, I mean, at eight years old, you know? And I was, like, watching Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Simple Life, The Kardashians, Bad Girls Clubs. Those are what raised me. Like, High School Musical, Time on Time. I don't know her. You are a very... Uh, you're, you're a spot-on product of your life. I think your name... From the very beginning, I mean, you were named after two wrestlers. You were named after The Rock. I've never met somebody named after The Rock. Like, you were destined to grab attention and to be a star. I mean, what do wrestlers do? Everything they do is entertaining, too. Yes, thank you. I actually looked at my birth chart, too, and that's exactly what my birth chart said. That I was born to be a star, or not technically, but it said that I was born to entertain. Yes, I, it's it's very clear, and uh, that and being raised on reality TV, that gives us that's just a part of you. It's uh, really cool to get to know you and to talk to you. Thank you, guys. Oh my gosh, this has probably been one of the, my favorite interviews ever, to be honest. Well, and a lot of people interview me. I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, duh. 
Um, what are you thinking, Daniel? Well, I just had two more questions completely separate. But one, when you're putting the cast together, did you have to like say, okay, I actually, I don't want this person or maybe this person would be good? Like, how did you pick the four of you? Well, um, to be quite honest, I didn't have much options. Like, I didn't really have options. I don't have that many friends to choose from. And um, in the midst of COVID, obviously, it, we had, it needed to be like COVID safe. And it had to be people that um, is around me. Like, we weren't going to fly like my friends who are in college to come and like film the show. And so I had to keep COVID in mind. But at the same time, I also wanted to be realistic. Like, who do, who the f- do I hang out with? And it's those people that were on the show, which are my friends and my cousins, period. <laughs> where is your sister and your niece? Are they going to be making an appearance later? Where they are at right now. Um, I don't know where they are. Um, are they going to make an appearance? Yeah, um, my niece, because she's like a kid and they had to get like a worker's permit. I don't know. You didn't ask, but they had to get a worker's permit. And it was like a lot of complications. Right. And so she can only be in like certain scenes um at a time and like working with kids like sometimes she wanted to film something she doesn't and i don't think my niece is born to be in front of the camera some people are born to be in front of the camera and some people are not and i think it's because the day she was born i literally posted her we made a video like her first week out of and like we were already making videos and now that i feel like she's at an age where she knows what's going on she doesn't like it i think and it's because I feel like she's a kid and I don't know if she like realizes, but like there's times where like we're out and about and the like, people and she's like playing around, right? And people would be like, oh, can we get a picture with Cleo? And I'm like, I'm, I don't want to like pick her up. Like she's enjoying her time as a kid, like running around. I'm not going to pick her up to take a picture with an adult. He's a grown man. <laughs> like, what the I'm fuck? like her road manager. I'm just like, she's playing right now. Let her be a kid. Like, you know? Yeah, so so do you actively go, I'm not going to include her? One, she doesn't like it. And uh, does she tell you that she doesn't like it? He, I could just tell. Like, she would, like, run. Like, I mean, like she knows when I'm like, okay, let's take a picture. Like, she tells me no, no. She's at an age where she's like, no. It's just no. But back then, she would just, like, push the camera. And then, like, that's when I started to feel like she doesn't want to be in front of the camera. And I'm like, more camera time for me. The one other question I had is, how do you feel, because I know there's been discussion about this, but how do you feel about every celebrity or influencer getting into the beauty game? How do I feel about it? What do I think about it? Mm, I don't think about it. Uh, No. How do I feel? Honestly, do you, as long as you're making bomb-ass products and you're not, like, capitalizing on, like, the beauty industry just because it's, like, popping right now, as long as you're doing it with good intentions and with great ingredients that come from, like, obviously, you know, good and, like, you're not putting perfumes and moisturizers or, like, you know, as long as you're being honest and your intentions are good, then obviously more power to you. But they can only be so much makeup products, so chill. Like, I can only, there's, you know, like, even with, like, red lipsticks, there's 300 red lipsticks out there we don't need one from jennifer aniston like you know <laughs> we get it i mean i would buy an angelina Jolie red lipstick like but still what am i even talking about but you don't want to do product lines is that something that you've strategically stayed away from 
because you're more you want to you rather create content I where I was in the talks of like creating products and I stuff I still am in the talks with creating product but I just want to focus like my energy and my time on content like you said and um really sharpening my knives with um other things that I want to venture in you should be a movie star that's what I'm saying yeah. I even with the rock like I just I feel it I know it's gonna happen I mean, yeah, you're named after him. How many other people are named after the the Rock? I mean, maybe a couple, but like you were one of the OGs. <laughs> These bitches are being so bad. It's true. It's true. Um, Redman Rock, this has been pretty uh, pretty great. You are a pride of Hawaii, a pride of the Philippines. An, an honor to speak with you. I feel like I've missed uh, something here. Um, you're you're very rich. You have a beautiful house. You rock devil horns very nicely. Oh, yeah. I've been experimenting a lot with my hair. It's been hard to get, like, haircuts, especially where I'm at. And so I was like, let me grow it out. My dad had super, like, rock star long hair growing up. And I'm like, let's give a little nod to him. I, Not that I'm growing it out for him, but... <laughs> no, I like it a lot. And very James Dean-esque. Do you do those alone, or do you bring people in? No, I... I girl, I'm a beauty guru. I can do hair, nails makeup i can do everything i can do your facials if you want please i need i need a lot of work <laughs> your story has been really incredible and uh i, I just want to know like how do you measure success today like because it's not necessarily in the data is it in what 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 is the metric first of all i think i'm already like i think i like to think that i am successful but I, like i don't know if it's because i'm a leo and like i feel like i never like want to settle and whenever i achieve anything i'm always so hungry for more and i feel like even when i win awards i'm just like okay but what's next like i don't even get time to like bask in my achievements because i'm just so hard on myself that even when i'm winning i feel like i'm losing i don't know why i'm like that so i don't know what the f is next for me i i'm just taking it day by day saying yes to everything at least once you know and trying new things do you feel like you've made your parents proud <laughs> i'm still you know she never tells me that she's proud of me, but I know she is. You know, Asian parents never tell you you're proud, they're proud of you, but they, I know she is. You, it's, you sense it. Yeah, I, I can tell. And my, yeah, my, I, I know my dad's pretty proud of me up there. Watching over. I uh, really appreciate you today, taking the time. Really. Thank you so much. Redman Rock, everybody. And I'll Hey, beautiful human, I thank you so much for listening to our entire conversation with Brett Minrock. Big fan of his, beyond, beyond. Thank you. I'm a big fan of yours, too. I really appreciate you giving us energy and your time today. Let us know who we should talk to next. And share the podcast, because you listening is the only reason we can keep going. Thank you with everything I got. Have a great day, and peace and love.